13th of July, 2019, 5.21pm. My name is James and this, all of this, is Slopfest. Welcome, or welcome back, to Weekly Dose of Weirdness and Exploration into the minds of strange people doing strange things. On this show, we take a couple of unbelievable and bizarre news stories, put them against each other and we try to find out who's out here doing life weirder. If you think you've got a better tagline to this show, which arguably anyone could come up with a better tagline for this show, <laughs> let me know what it is. Tagline competition. Actually, if you do come up with a better tagline for this show, I will, I'll send you something. I don't know what that thing is. This is an on the... Welcome back to Slopfest. In this week's episode, we have an on-the-spot competition that I've put no previous thought into but i'm coming up with right now but if you come up with a better tagline and i love it i'm gonna send you something special oh special asterisk i'll send you something good oh i shouldn't say that send you something i'll send you something you'll get something um yeah slopfest at slopfest pod at slopfest podcast facebook twitter instagram or slopfestpodcast at gmail.com uh, s- submit it. Let me know your tagline. If I love it, it'll be the new tagline and I'll get you something. <laughs> what a shitty fucking... Oh, man. You know, a lot of other podcasts would put time and effort into something, but I only just thought of it, so fuck it. That's staying in. We're going with it. Before we jumped into uh, this week's episode, I wanted to... I mean, you know... Okay, you know when you're, you're like... Coles, Woolworths, doesn't apply for Aldi, doesn't necessarily apply for IGA. You're at Coles or Woolworths. And let's face it, you're not shopping anywhere else anyway. Um, <laughs> unless it's like 11 p.m. and you're like, well, I need a honeycomb Maxibon. Hello, IGA. So, you know, yeah, you know when you're at in, in Coles or Woolworths and you're in like the self-service like checkout aisle and... You can see sort of, you can see this kind of thing when you walk around the shop, sort of where a decision was made. You know, you might be in the Tim Tam section and there's like some stroganoff beef sitting on, you know, on one of the chocolates. You know what I mean? And it's like, ah, a decision was made here. The correct one, because they went with Tim Tams in that situation. But you see it a lot at the self-service checkout aisle, like the checkout aisle when someone's like, they've thought, I'm definitely getting this. This is coming home with me. And then they got to the checkout aisle and they had a long, hard look at themselves and they thought, what was I thinking? I can't get 12 packets of Tim Tams and two boxes of tissues. That sounds like they're crying and eating their feelings. Um, <laughs> so a sad one. Um, but I saw... Someone left a basket at the checkout, the self checkout, with Pantene Pro V. Pantene is it still? Pro? I don't pa- shampoo, apples, a single ear of corn, and a ten dollar Baywatch DVD. And I just thought it was like it was like a it was like a rare and strange glimpse or insight into someone's life. Like these were decisions that they had made up until that point. And then they were just like, oh no, I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm going to leave those. But who is, who is shopping? F- like, I, I see the, I see the like $10 DVDs in Coles. And I just think like, who's, who's buying this? Who was buying the, in the day? Like you've got Blu-ray is a, Blu-ray is a minimum, right? 
2019 is a Blu-ray not the minimum? I don't know. <laughs> it's a weird gripe to have. But I feel like in the midst of like streaming services, being able to buy or rent your movies digitally, I feel like a Blu-ray is the it's it's the minimum it's the minimum level of entry. Who the who the Okay. <laughs> who the fuck is still watching and buying DVDs? If you have DVDs and you're like, oh well, I'll chuck that on because I don't have it on Blu-ray. Fine, I guess, but even then I'm still not okay with it. But I mean, if you are buying DVDs in 2019, I mean, like what if tweet me? <laughs> Let me know. Do you do you or does anyone you know buy DVDs still? And why? Find out why. If it's you, let me know why. Because I need to understand the thought process behind this. But if you know someone who do- who still does it, find out why. You gotta let me know. I do- I can't. I can't even wrap my head around. It would. It's. It's as strange as like someone buying like a VHS would almost make more sense to me because then it's like ah, like a nostalgia kind of thing. But like. Who the who the fuck is doing DVDs? I don't know. <laughs> okay, we it's a strange gripe to have, but it's one that I've got and that I have to live with, and I need to understand it. Please help me understand it at Slotfest Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I have to understand why, 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 why stop? Please stop and why? Our first, our first story. Let's let's get into the actual podcast, shall we? Our first story here is a uh, teenager is facing serious consequences after ramming into a police car and breaking an officer's leg. Off to a good start. That's about where I stop reading. And I also read the uh, headline, which was great. Um, Benjamin Sorini, 19, says he had trouble seeing out of his windshield on Friday because of the pot smoke fogging up his car windows. Sarini admitted he was trying to flee police near Melbourne, Australia after smoking cannabis in his car with some friends. Driving away from the scene, he panicked and sideswiped a police cruiser, pinning a senior constable against the car and breaking the officer's leg. What? The constable is still in the hospital after undergoing surgery on Monday. Holy fuck, dude. You're like... Oh, let's, let's fucking, what do they call it when you fucking, you smoke, hotboxing. Let's fucking hotbox the whip, guys. It's a Friday. Oh, fuck, cops are here. Oh, I can't see. Ah, pinned the cops. Like, there are only two bad things that you could crash into while fleeing police with your entire car filled with marijuana. One, a baby, and two, a cop. You got one of, you hit I mean, those are the two worst things you could hit. And you hit one of them. You pinned him. So it wasn't even like, oh, you clipped him. And then he like rolled off like, oh, and then you just kept driving. You pinned him there. And then you're all just sitting in the car while a senior constable is a meter away at the front of your car with a broken leg pinned looking back at you. And you look at, well, he's looking at smoke and you're sort of, you can barely make each other out through the haze, but it's still bad. The day after the incident, Sarini saw a newspaper article about the injured cop and realized he was in trouble. Wait, so he like, did he get away? And was like, then 
He's reading. Ah, ah, got away with my crime. Now to relax at home as a 19 year old reading the Saturday newspaper. Oh, I'm in trouble. I should probably turn myself in. He allegedly tried to get rid of the car and its plate so it couldn't be identified. So he did. He got away. He pinned the cop. Presumably then would have had to have reversed, I'm assuming while screaming, everyone screaming in the car in unison, and then <laughs> somehow getting away. I don't know how the police couldn't track down the only car that wasn't on fire but had enough smoke to make it seem like it was. How did he get, how the, how the fuck did he get out of that situation? Crash, pinned a cop, reverse, drive home, time to ditch the car and the plates. The weirdest part actually is, unless it was on the cover of the newspaper, on the cover of the newspaper, is that, if it, unless it was front page news, it's weirder to me that he would have found that out in the newspaper. Because. A 19-year-old who's spending their Friday smoking weed in the car with their friends isn't fucking busting out a, a, you know, a fresh copy of the Courier Mail on a Saturday morning. You know what I mean? It's Courier Mail. Uh, out on Saturday. I don't know. I don't read the newspaper. You got me. I don't read the newspaper. <laughs> uh, but the teen who doesn't have his driver's license yet. Fuck. It's just getting so much worse for him. Agreed to turn himself into officers. Agreed to turn himself in after officers called his parents' house in Sunbury, 25 miles from downtown Melbourne. Wait, what? So he was he was going to ditch the car and the plates, but they already knew who he was. They called your fucking mum and dad. How did that phone call go? Oh, is this Mr. and Mrs. Sarini? Yes. Your son... In a haze, in a haze of weed smoke, uh, almost killed a cop yesterday. Could you maybe bring him down to the station? Sarini must now follow an 8pm curfew and agree to no longer drive or take drugs. Is that it, though? Is that it? He initially faced... Okay, here we go. He initially faced... He initially faced 14 charges, including ramming an emergency vehicle, assaulting a police officer, conduct endangering life, and unlicensed driving. Instead, he will participate in a drug education program with strict requirements, including weekly check-ins with police and an agreement not to associate with anyone else involved in the incident. How, what does it take to go to jail in Australia? Honestly, like I've heard of like people just like, well, I'm walking down the street. Well, I've got a bottle. Smash it over your face and totally irreparably alter your life because I fucked your whole face up and they had to stitch it together and now it looks like you're wearing a mask. Oh, community service. Or actually, I've never even heard of anyone getting community service. It's like, hey, good behavior bond. Don't do that again for six more months. So all that is okay. Crime, 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 crime. Crime, ultra crime, drug education program. Also, don't do it again. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy who's like the kids these days are f fucked. <laughs> but he was okay. He was hotboxing the whip, okay, as you do on a Friday every Friday, with his mates. Then gets chased by police, evades police, crashes into a cop car pins a cop, breaks his leg, flees the scene, 
and tries to hide the evidence and all they give him is like, hey, don't fraternize with those bad boys in that car anymore. And also go learn about drugs, silly idiot. Medical marijuana is legal across Australia with a prescription, but recreational use is still prohibited. Medical weed is legal here? I didn't know that. I had seen, there was like, so you know, a couple of weeks ago when I was like, oh, I put that video out and I was like, oh, I don't have a voice or whatever. Turns out I had like bronchitis and something to do with like, it was either my lungs or vocal cords or whatever. The dude gave me like antibiotics and steroids like prednisone for because of my lungs or voice or whatever and then also an asthma puffer this was like because i had to get like the the, like late night doctor or whatever who comes to your home so he comes he like checks me out and stuff he's like yeah you got bronchitis (laughs) he didn't laugh at me (laughs) what a a weird doctor's visit that would be you fucked (laughs) your lungs suck (laughs) anyway here's some prednisone um (laughs) <laughs> um, so yeah, I had bronchitis, something to do with my lungs, vocal cord thing, I can't remember. So he, yeah, he gave me prescriptions for all this shit. So my girlfriend and I go down to this, like, I think it's like a 24 hour chemist. And they had a sign out the front that said like medical marijuana, like not like, <laughs> I can't remember exactly what it said, but something along the lines of like, find out inside, you know what I mean? Like come and chat to us or whatever. And I thought like that was like a like a rare trialy thing, but I guess medical marijuana is legal across Australia with a prescription. I didn't know that, you know. So we're learning stuff today. That's good, you know. Educational podcast. All the people out there who want to do weed, go see a GP. I wonder what it would take. I wonder if like, because you know how you hear about in the US. Um, the GPs and stuff, uh, you can just sort of go see your doctor and you're like, I've got anxiety, I need weed. And then they just give it to you because like, that's where they're at now with it. You know what I mean? Like culturally, it's just sort of like, yeah, whatever. Like there's a bunch of states that have legalized it now fully anyway. So they're just dishing it out. Who gives a shit? I wonder if that'll, do you think that'll be the same here? Where, um, you know, you could just go see your GP and he's, I'm not saying it cause I want to, I'm just, I'm just one, I'm just curious, you know, um, <laughs> kind of for a second there was like, Oh, I wonder if I was going to say my, my doctor's name. Oh, I wonder if Dr. Cool, it's Dr. Cool that I go and see. I wonder if he wrote me a prescription. No. Um, our next story, Thomas Gilbert Jr. Who was accused of killing his father after the older man cut his weekly allowance, was found guilty Friday of murder in the second degree. Second degree? What are the degrees of murder? Isn't first degree murder mens rea and actus reus? Is that right? I don't know. Do you know law stuff? Let me know. Is that right? What's second degree murder then? Just one of those? But isn't, can't manslaughter also be? No, I don't know. I don't know. This ain't the law podcast anyway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just me sitting here like trying to think oh is that how it is i don't know i fucking between my like intro to law class that i did like three years ago and the amount of murder shows my girlfriend watches you think i'd have it pieced together by now what i i would at least know you know what constitutes second degree murder 
What's the difference between first and second degree? Could Google it, not going to. Um, Thomas Gilbert Sr., a founding managing partner of the hedge fund Wayne Scott Capital, was found dead in his apartment in January 2015 with a gunshot wound to the head. Okay, now we have to find out what the fucking... I'm just going to... My computer's like right here, but I'm going to look it up on my phone. Okay. So we want the difference between first degree murder and second degree murder. Second degree murder, homicide committed by an individual engaged as a principal or an accomplice in the perpetration of a felony. First degree murder is an intentional killing by means of poison or by lying in wait or by any other kind of willful, deliberate, and premeditated action. Is that the definition? (laughs) Because that's... By means of poison, lying in wait, or by any other kind of willful, deliberate, and premeditated action. Okay, that just seems... All right. What's homicide then? We're learning today. Homicide is... uh, Okay, it's given me a rap song. That doesn't help me, Google. Thank you. Uh, The killing of one person by another. Okay. So second degree murder is just, you killed someone. So homicide committed by an individual engaged as a principal or an accomplice. So it's the only difference like, I rocked up to his house and boom, and then I shot him versus like, I sat in his home and waited. I don't know. (laughs) Seems like that would be like a weird difference. Anyway, um... Gunshot went to the head. Uh, Gilbert's attorneys did not dispute that he killed his father, but said he was not guilty by reason of insanity. Jurors dismissed the insanity defense. They also found him guilty on two counts of criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree. Criminal possession of a weapon in the second degree? What the fuck? In the second degree? Does that mean like you got the gun and you didn't know that it was like stolen or something? He was found not guilty of criminal possession of forgery devices. Okay, a bit unrelated, but all right. Uh, Sentencing is set for August. The murder charge carries a sentence of 25 years to life in prison. Isn't 25 years a life sentence? Or has that changed? Gilbert, 34, played football at Princeton and graduated with a degree in economics. At the time of the shooting, he was 30 and unemployed, receiving up to $1,000 a week from his parents. Hours before Thomas Sr. was killed, he cut his son's weekly allowance to $300. There we go. So how is it not? There's Mensrayer. We know why he wanted to do it. Because dad cut his allowance. And then we know that he did do it. He got the gun and went over there and shot. Oh, is that what Actus Reyes is? Mensrayer is like premeditation. I think. Fuck, dude. I don't. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know law stuff, all right? Get off my dick. Um, so basically, he's a 30-year-old man baby entirely supported by his wealthy parents who were just like floating him a K a week. Okay, so I'm in a position where dad's giving me so much allowance that I can buy oh, as many sherbet lollipops as I want. Then dad comes in, cuts my shit to 300 bucks. Now I can barely afford t- two milkos and a red skin. And, uh, see? This is how it happened. I'm I'm starting to lose it. That's how it happens. You cut. What a warning to all parents out there thinking about cutting their kid's allowance. This is what happens. We will appeal but cannot appeal until after he is sentenced, defense attorney Arnold Levine told CNN. How are you going to appeal that? what's, What's the new defense? Look, look, your honor. 
Clearly, this man baby couldn't support himself with his Princeton degree in economics. I'm not saying what he did is okay. I'm just saying we can understand perhaps why he did it. You know, 30-year-old man baby never worked a day in his life, getting floated a K a week, an easy K a week. Think about like, and like if you're if your parents are floating you a thousand dollars a week, they're probably also paying for your house, like your rent, or they may have bought you a house. They're probably paying for your car too. You just have a a thousand dollars of fun money every week. Three hundred bucks. See, see, this is what happens. You try not to lose your marbles. Dad cut your allowance from a thousand dollars to three hundred dollars. What did they think the response to that would be though? They probably didn't think like, oh, well, he'll come around and he'll shoot dad. But like, what did they think? You can't, you had to expect something bad to happen, right? I'm not saying this sounds a little bit like I'm blaming the dad being like, well, you should have known that he would have done something pretty fucked up. That's That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like, I wonder what they thought his response would be. You know what I mean? (laughs) <laughs> he comes in with a PowerPoint pres. He wears his suit and tie, comes into his dad's office. He has a PowerPoint presentation, closes all the blinds. He pulls the slide down. Thank you for joining me here today, dad. Now, my name is Thomas Gilbert Jr., a.k.a. your son. Thank you, dad. Now, today, after my presentation, you will no doubt agree with me that you should return my weekly allowance from $300 to $1,000. Now, PowerPoint slide number one. What the fuck? (laughs) PowerPoint slide number one. Dad, what the fuck? Where was my warning? Jesus Christ. (laughs) PowerPoint slide number two. What the fuck am I supposed to do with $300? Comma, come on. Come on. It's just, it's just a shitty, (laughs) shitty fucking, um... He didn't even pay for the stock image, so it still has the watermark. It's just a guy like, a business guy like, shrugging. Oh, shit. This concludes my PowerPoint presentation. Our next story. We've got quite a few this week. A man is facing charges for allegedly exposing himself to people at North Park Swimming Pool in McCandles Township. Christopher Steffi, 62, is accused of exposing himself at the pool on two occasions, once once on Thursday, June 27th, and again on Monday, July 1st. When police were called to the pool, Steffi was trying to leave on his bicycle and claimed he had just been to the pool to swim laps. Two women were questioned about Steffi's behavior. One of the women said she was sitting on a bench outside the men's changing room when Steffi came to the doorway in his underwear and started swinging his hips, at which point he was exposed. Wait, what? He was wearing his underwear. Then he started swinging his hips and like he swung it. Oh, fucking. He like swung it out. I was very shocked as well with everyone else who, who witnessed it. It was unbelievable. We couldn't believe it. <laughs> yeah. No, you covered that. It was unbelievable. To reiterate, I couldn't believe it. We gathered. Uh, One of the witnesses told 11 News. Steffi told Channel 11 News Wednesday that the matter was a, quote, wardrobe malfunction. That was, guys, that was just your average, run-of-the-mill, Janet Jackson-style wardrobe malfunction. It happens to the best of us. You know, when I'm changing, I start grooving, you know? I like to, I like to, 
I like to dance at people. At people. Swing, swing it. Just swing. Get these hips gyrating. I can't help where this greasy old wrinkly ass hog ends up. These budgie smugglers can't keep this hog back. <laughs> Sorry. Screaming the words, greasy hog and budgie smugglers can't keep this wrinkly hog back, is, um, yep, the worst thing I've said this week. Um, it was just a wardrobe malfunction. He had a fucking brain malfunction, cunt. Like, can, can we just, can dudes stop? Can they stop? That's it. Can, can all dudes stop? If you're horned up, just fucking like jerk it at home. Can you believe that you have to add that? Jerk it at home. Watch porn at home. You know, pay, you know, pay for a sexual professional. You know what I mean? Like do something. Pe- like no one should have to like go. Just like keep it, keep it out of normal ass places. You know what I mean? Like. I just, no one should have to go to the shops and be like, oh yeah, so anyway, I ducked down to Coles real quick. Uh, I was in the cereal aisle and I, right as I was sliding the box of Cocoa Pops off the shelf, I looked over to my left and then there was a guy with his dick out. And then next to him were six people spitting into ice cream. What is happening? Have you seen, have you seen these fucking, this like new trend that's happening where people are like, <laughs> I'm licking ice cream. I'm I'm spitting into maple syrup. What? Why? Why? Please get a hobby. For me, they're all lumped into like the the same the same sort of like annoying class where we should be able to just fuck them off to like their own little island where they get to live, but they're not allowed out, and they all just have to live with each other. Like people who do pranks in public, people who like expose themselves or like you know a pervy fucking gross weirdos all of those people should and these new fuckheads these new fuckheads who are just like licking ice cream and then putting it back on the shelf and spitting into shit they should all just be put somewhere else so we don't have to deal with them anymore so we can just like go to the shops and then come home and be like oh yeah I didn't see anyone's dick today, which was awesome. Oh man, I bought this I bought this uh, new bottle of maple syrup and I'm not even afraid that anyone pissed in it. Hell yeah, 2019. F- holy fuck, holy fuck. Police said Wednesday afternoon, I forgot that there's still more to this story. My apologies, it just totally digressed this dude like, oh, it's a wardrobe malfunction. Shut the fuck up, Steffi, and put your goddamn old dick away, you weird fuck. Oh, I'm just going down to the pool. Hopefully I don't see a dick today. Oh, I know, I know what I'm going to do, uh, 62-year-old. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna head down to the local pool to swim some laps, get my exercise in for the day, and then I'm going to gyrate my dick out at someone. Fuck off. Police said Wednesday afternoon that an arrest warrant had been obtained for Steffi. Good. Uh, who was facing charges of indecent exposure and open lewdness. Thank you. Thank, get that fucker out of here. The individual in question is prohibited from entry to the county's pool until further notice. And what, until what further notice? No. You're not, you pull your dick out once, you're out. 
for good. Because there's no like, oh, it didn't. Ha- it was an accident that I pulled. I've never in my life ever accidentally pulled my dick out anywhere that it shouldn't be out. You know what I mean? Never happened. And you know what? Here's something that we're overlooking. Super easy to not do as well. So easy to not pull your dick out. It's it's so much more difficult to get your dick out than it isn't to do that. <laughs> Fucking hell. The individual in question is prohibited from entry to the county's pool until further notice. Staff at our North Park pool are familiar with him and will be on the lookout for him should he try to come to the facility. Similarly, information will be shared with the staff at our other pools uh, as well, Parks Director Andy Bashul told 11 News. Our staff are very aware that this old creepy fuck and his gyrating fucked up dance moves are out and about. Why is it that just like all of these people are known to whoever? Or they're known to police. They're like, oh yeah, Jerky Jeff. Oh yeah, Jerky Jeff who hangs down at the fucking train station on Thursdays and jerks it in front of everyone. Yeah, we're aware of him. You're aware of him? So you're aware of what he does. You know that he does it. And he does it consistently. And eh, we don't do anything about it. Ah, oh, he hasn't hurt anyone yet. Fuck me. Dixon police say a woman was arrested after she allegedly had her two daughters ride inside an empty pool on the roof of her Audi SUV. Police say around 3.07pm they received a call from a concerned citizen about an Audi Q5 driving north on the Poera Avenue bridge with kids inside of a pool while the pool was on top of the SUV. Police pulled the SUV over and spoke to Jennifer Janice Yeager of Dixon, who was driving the SUV. Police say Yeager drove into town to inflate the pool at a friend's house and had her two daughters ride inside the empty pool to hold it down on the drive home. What? Yeager was arrested for two counts of endangering the life or health of a child, two counts of reckless conduct, and failure to secure a passenger between 8 and 16. She was taken to Dixon Police Department and posted bond. So this fucking genius is like, well, we got an inflatable pool. I don't want to have to blow it up using my mouth. Uh, that's right. Mark has a pump. Let's drive it to Mark's house. Oh, yeah, we made a bit. Oh, now it's too big for fit in my car. I know what I have. Two human paperweights, a.k.a. pool weights. My daughters. I'm going to put them inside the pool on my roof while we drive it home. Like, have you ever seen a video of, like, nine? There'll be, like, people out on the water and they're on, like, an inflatable thing and they're all laying down, like, holding onto it. And there's, like, four of them. And then maybe some like air will get under them and it just launches them into the fucking sky. She didn't think for a second that maybe a breeze might catch under the pool and just fucking (laughs) just (laughs) lift her pool and two children up into the sky and now they're flying and dead. Sometimes people do things where it's like, you didn't think this through at all fucking all you your thought process went as far as i have a pool but it needs to be blown up okay mark has some pump go to mark's house hey mark i blow up my pool oh pool too big now oh how how am i get pool home i know 
way pulled down. Kids, it's like, and then that's where, and that that's where the thoughts stopped in completely. And she's like, well, nothing bad can come from this. She didn't even think of that. She's just like, well, I need to weigh the pool down. Sit in the pool. Off we go. Holy fuck. There should be, I think, two tests should be brought in. One, you should have to do a quick little test before you're allowed to vote. Just to show that you're, you're aware of the policies that each party have. Even if it's just like a quick little multiple choice, it has a policy. Who does this policy belong to kind of thing? And then that way it's like, okay, you're somewhat informed you're allowed to vote now. And the other one should definitely be, are you allowed to procreate? And in this case, Yeeks would be a no, perhaps. I can't believe. I wonder if she went home and, like, explained it to her husband. And because they've chosen to, like, be together, they're about the same level of thought process. And she's like, oh, so they fucking... Anyway, so they arrest me. Great. And then I posted Bond or whatever, and then we drove home. And he's like, oh, what? God, just because you had the two kids in the thing weighing it down. How else am I supposed to drive it home? Oh, that's bullshit, honey. Honey, that's bullshit. I can't believe they've done you dirty today. <laughs> Fucking just like it's fine. It's fine if your stupidity, you're just out there like being dumb or whatever, and it's just you. That's fine. But when you're when you're so dumb that you're like actively putting other people's lives at jeopardy, it's like fucking fuck off. Something needs to be done. Uh, and our final story. We'll put this one in, thank God we don't live in America category. A Coleman County woman is behind bars after authorities say she she allegedly shot her husband while trying to shoot someone else. Sheriff Matt Gentry said the incident began about 6.45 p.m. Saturday in a road rage episode on Alabama 69 in Dodge City. All of those things sound made up. Alabama 69 in Dodge City. (laughs) Sounds like some Snake Plissken escape from fucking New York shit. Um, The dispute carried over to a home on County Road 160 in Brenham. Authorities said Erica Cole attempted to shoot a second party, but instead struck her husband. Nicholas Cole was shot in the head and is reportedly in stable condition. Jesus Christ, cool it with the guns, America. Erica Cole was arrested on charges of attempted murder, second-degree assault, and reckless endangerment. She's being held without bond in the Coleman County Detention Center. Gentry said additional details aren't being released because the investigation is ongoing. So there's like, this is probably like one of my favorite reasons why we don't have guns so easily accessible in this country, because all I ever think is like, you know, my commute to and from work now is like 45 minutes. It's really like bumper to bumper traffic. And just to get anywhere, everyone is cutting everyone off all the time. And all I just think is like, if you threw the, the people go crazy, you put someone behind the wheel of a car and they're just like, ah, the angriest version of themselves. So I just think like, plus also having guns available to you is just the worst combo. This like, what would you call it? Like sudden rage. And then just like, ah, but they, they followed them back to their house. 
So some, some, they're fucking road raging it out at each other. They follow them back to their house. She tries to kill one of them. For, you cut me off. You're dead. Imagine, imagine like someone cuts in front of you for half a, for half a second of your life. And you're like, well, time to kill them. Ah, <laughs> oh, but you, no, no, no. You're supposed to give way to me. But you didn't give way to me, and now I will end your life. Forever, you will be dead. Then I'll go to jail, because you didn't... Guys, she was supposed to get... Look, this is my legal defense. May I tell... Judge, jury, everyone. She was supposed to give way to me, and she didn't. And she knew she was supposed to, but she didn't anyway. So, can I be held accountable? Yes. <laughs> like, why? Oh, man. It's just like road rage stuff is so trivial. It's so trivial. I'm so like zenned out behind the wheel now because like it's it's never worth it. It's never worth it. And the only reason I am is because I, I used to be the person who would like yell at someone. But I mean, I've had so many, I've had so many like dumb fucking like ragey incidents like where people not me but like people have been like going off at me and I'm just and you see like how much of a fucking idiot they look like and you're like eh it's not worth it who cares that and I started meditating which like headspace check it out not sponsored but check out headspace it's a little bit expensive but you can do like a 10 free day trial thing where you do like 10 minutes for 10 days do that um it's like super chilled me out i used to be so much more like is volatile the right word i don't know just like way more i would just go like zero to a hundred you know what i mean like and now i'm not that at all um but okay i will tell you about this one time <laughs> okay um this is one of the times where i was just like man fucking like what's the point i met my girlfriend and i when you went to what's it called like boxing day sales which is here's a hot tip never do that ever um it's the absolute worst and we go to uh carindale shopping center for people who are familiar with brisbane uh it's like a big sort of david jones or maya type one whatever the one is uh i think it's maya and because it's boxing day there's absolutely no car parks whatsoever so we're up on the roof and we're sort of like just circling around looking for somewhere. And this woman is walking back to her car and she like flags us down and is like, follow me. You know what I mean? So we follow her and then we pull up to her car, indicator on, sitting there. She's got a ton of stuff. So she's putting stuff in her car. And um, then like a couple minutes into, not a couple minutes, probably like one or two minutes into us sitting there waiting for her to put all of her stuff in her car. This other car pulls up. And then sits there and then puts its indicator on. <laughs> we were just like, what? And we look over at him and I swear to God, this guy looks directly at us and just shakes his head as if to say like, no, you're not getting this car park, right? So um, because the lady like walked us over and shit, um, when she, so she like takes her trolley away, she comes back and she pulls out in a way to block the other car. So then we pull in. So we pull into the, the car park 
And before I can even get out of my car, this dude is at my door. <laughs> he's going off, off his tree. And he's got a, a lovely pink polo shirt on too. Cute little, cute little manlet. And um, so I get out of the car and I like am towering over him, this guy. And I can see he has like, um, like a mini bat kind of thing. Like, I can't remember. It was so long ago now that I can't remember like what it looks like. But I remember he had like this like wooden bat thing in his hand and was just like, oh, I can't even remember exactly what he said, but he was just going off. Like, it was absurd. Like, because he wasn't, you know, like, we hadn't done anything to him. He had put himself in this situation to try and steal the park from us that we'd been waiting like a couple minutes for you know what I mean like we hadn't done anything to him so his response to this situation was it didn't make any sense because he had put himself there and done all the it was so weird so I was just kind of like again laughing at him a little bit and, and just saying like what are you gonna do you know what I mean because it, it, the situation was so fucking ridiculous that it like it didn't warrant trying to like escalate anything you know what I mean like and why would you anyway because that's fucking stupid so I was just like what are you gonna do like because it was so fucking dumb like there was he had no claim to this spot at all it was just insane so anyway um he gets back in his car he drives off his girlfriend in the car the whole time just looks so fucking embarrassed um my girlfriend and I go into the shops and I'm like oh fuck I forgot my wallet so we have to turn around and we're going back out to my car to get my wallet. And on my way back out, we pass him and his girlfriend who were coming into the shops. And she, his girlfriend, I think, made him apologize. And he came over and apologized about it. And I was like, yeah, no worries, man. Like, you know, everyone has a bad day or whatever. But like, fuck, it was just absurd. And when you see, when you see how, I guess, over the top or like, insane someone's reaction is or just unwarranted like it's so crazily unwarranted that you're just like i don't know you 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 witness how dumb it is and then you're just like i don't i'm, I'm i don't want to be that person so you just don't you know <laughs> anyway so that was a long weird story uh that's gonna do it for this episode i think head over to slopfestpod.com for you know more in-depth show notes uh, images related to the stories that we talked about and uh, artisanally uh, bespoke handcrafted uh, cover art. Slop a follow on the socials at Slopfest Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That way you're notified when new episodes go live. I'm aiming to do um, Monday morning sort of like schedule, you know what I mean? Like uh, new episodes going up Monday mornings. I was going to do Friday afternoon or Friday morning, but let me know. Just let me know on the, if you made it this far into the episode and you listen to this whole spiel at the end, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or uh, email, slopfestpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know when you would prefer uh, new episodes to go up. Would you prefer Monday morning or uh, Friday morning? Um, let me know. And also, and give me your tagline for the show. If I like your tagline so much that, you know, I use it for the show. I'm gonna send you something, cause hey, this is our, this is the, this is our, this is a community podcast. 
welcome back to Community Podcast. On today's episode, it's Slopfest again. Um, no, I um, I just I'm I hate the tagline and feel like it could be way better. So if you if you th- if you feel like you've got it, you've got the perfect way to sum up the show. Fucking let me know. Um, and yeah, I'll send you something. Uh, thank you for coming and listening, and thank you for you know being on this 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 wild and weird journey with me. Uh, I, I do very much appreciate it. Come back for episode thirty two. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell a loved one. You know, if you know anyone out there who's like in the weird and wonderful news or just like fascinated by like what motivates people to do this shit that they do let them know about this podcast and yeah that's it i will see you next week